0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Lebenspraxis podcast with Josef Bartz, where we talk about the good life, what it means to live a good life in modern times and active life and so on and so forth. Um, as always, now I'm walking while recording this, so this is what I want to propose, walk more. But that can also mean that there are some background noises, of course. This episode, to make this episode, I got inspired by one of the people that I uh, work with and that participant is sharing always very interesting thoughts and very well reflected uh, embodied thoughts about the connection of of what he's doing, how he's feeling, and his mind and the environment and so on. So that got me very inspired what he sent me. And what I want to start with is that in the last podcast I asked in German if there are any German podcast people can recommend which are let's say having a holistic um, point of view but also a point of view on the individual person like similar to what I do here but with other people together so not a one-man show uh, and this might also not stay a one-man show I might here and there invite guess but what i was searching for and maybe i didn't really mm, say this properly is yeah something similar to this approach of how to live a good life but where there are discussions with other people and with practitioners also of various crafts and what people sent me was actually uh, mainly one topic podcasts, for example, podcasts about psychedelics, or it was very politically, so not very for the individual person, but more how do we live together in in broader society and what does the future bring, uh, the technological future, where are we going and so on and so forth. And I understand that this is all interesting. but that was not really what i was searching for and i actually think that there is some kind of problem with spending too much time with podcasts like this or with information like this and that that goes for the news reading news magazines or newspapers or listening to uh, or watching Shows where there are all these uh, society things are discussed. And this is very modern at the moment, very current. And recently um, I was a little bit involved in a, in, in, in a not really discussion, but in a small conversation about listening to podcasts. And one person in the conversation said, Yeah, it's very nice uh, to listen to various podcasts, so you know what's going on in the world at the moment. And I thought to myself, I'm not so sure if that's so nice. Yeah, of course, it's it's good to be informed about things happening and blah, blah, blah. But there are so many discussions in society at the moment where I feel like not sure how much you as an individual person uh how much sense it makes to involve yourself in that because very easily i think people get a bit lose a bit track of themselves in the broader picture let's say the big picture is swallowing the smaller individual picture the microcosmos that we all are and that's why I will definitely not spend time listening to political podcasts or, yeah, this talkings about the future, at least not much, like maybe here and there, um, to get a feeling for what is discussed at the moment. But clearly, for me, some people have involved themselves so much in thinking about society that the self has disappeared in this society. Not necessarily their self, but the concept of the self has somewhat disappeared. And what I think is, if you are very conscious about yourself, and if you are mm, strongly in this world, actually you can easily, in a sense, be a contributing positive factor in society. But I also understand that that's not everyone's feeling. yeah. And I understand this also from the responses that I get uh, to what I write sometimes. Because maybe you notice already that my way of thinking goes very much towards doing. And towards individual, self-responsible doing. Also, and I know that's not everyone's piece of, of, piece of cake. That's not everyone's taste. How do I say it? Yeah, I know other people are much more prone to um, having broader organizations fix things and having uh, the state intervene and deciding and who is allowed to do what and so on and so forth. Ah, uh, like emotionally, that's not something I'm very connected to, I have to say. Yeah. So, the reason why I'm talking about this and uh, the connection to my, uh, to the participant, to my fellow practitioner of the process yes. is that. <clears throat> He also stated it very clearly that if you get pulled outside of yourself, in a sense, then it can drain a lot of energy and it can drain a lot of your doing energy. And I would usually call this the creative energy. With creative energy, I mean this energy where where you create, where you learn, where you open, where you change, where you give also where you're able to receive properly this i I just call creative energy and he and he was saying uh, that uh the constant reachability because he's leading a business yeah he's a business owner and the constant availability that this often that often comes with with owning a business is something that is very tricky and it's something i have talked about Uh, about before uh, several times this connectivity that we have is very nice no it has a lot of positive effects but the negative effects it has is if your mind gets dispersed Uh, in a sense if your mind if if a grenade drops into your mind and splashes it all over this all over the place instead of having a mind that is that is geared towards a certain direction gerichtetheit in german i would say gerichtetheit so you you are facing one direction and you're going there and this is in relation to the wide angle vision the wide angle vision the being and the now and then the gerichtetheit where you go forward into one direction and the thing is that in a sense the digital connectivity can be neither nor. Yeah, it can put us into some sort of a, a lim- limbo. Limbo is called limbo. Limbus, like this uh, this area where it's not decided what's happening after death. Yeah, uh, in the Greek mythology. So this is also how many people feel when inhibitions clutter up in their mind. And this is something I talked about in the last episode. No, Moving forward, how can we get rid of inhibitions? And the, connective, the connectedness with your own strength is something that can help you get rid of such inhibitions. So we notice, as a community of practitioners, we notice that things like movement, obviously, Helps to lower inhibitions, especially things like strength training or endurance, like things where you uh, where you sweat also. But movement in general actually helps. Some is, is of course more calming down, and some creates a different energy. But in general, is something that also helps you to take the a next step after. Yeah, and in my video about the. Uh, why I deleted my Instagram and Facebook account, I also mentioned that I actually did this directly after a morning routine that was strength training. In, in this morning routine, the epiphany came. Okay, now I can uh, delete my Instagram account. Now the, there's no inhibition here. Boom. I am in this physical feeling. I just do it and then I did it. Yeah. And another thing, for example, is fasting and uh, me and two other practitioners fasted before christmas for four days and we all reported that on day three we felt inhibitionless. We felt there's much less inhibition for doing. Yeah, We felt we can just go forward. And this I think is very much also because of the of the inner strength that is pouring out from this and of the connectedness with yourself. and What comes also up here as a word is immediacy, so what is actually in front of you. And that is obviously something through connectivity with people that are not there and through a digital world of things that are in a sense not really there because they cannot be touched. They're just there in the mind and the mind is like a whole cosmos. But this is creating some sort of problems with our with our attention, with our focus with all these things and to be able to ground ourselves again in reality is very powerful and that's why I feel actually I get into a next next uh, in my coaching I get into a next connection with movement because when I started with movement it, how do I describe, somewhat it was different like I was interested a lot and I'm still in a sense interested in it, uh, into being able to move yeah, well in all sorts of situations and being strong and all this stuff. But now when I work with people what I feel is also a very important part of what I do is this, this connectedness with yourself, maybe you can use the word embodiment, but this groundedness in reality that movement creates. They're just being physically there. And that's also why I heavily encourage things like crafting or art, making music, drawing, uh, creating things from wood. Yeah, all this stuff is grounding ourselves again in reality. And this, you can say, is working in this is a, a, a term, I think it's from Paul Czech instead of always thinking about working out working in things that draw energy to you and here's a very interesting thing that there on the one hand there are stressors like fasting cold this stuff that on the one hand is it has some danger to it like if you would do it too long it wouldn't be good like same with movement yeah you cannot move unlimited in that sense you cannot fast unlimited you cannot be in the cold unlimited so it's a stressor but a stressor that then creates if it it's done properly, a positive outcome. Uh, and on the other hand, there are things that are in that sense you you could say they are also a stressor but it's much more evident that they are working, working in this relaxation or sorts of relaxation things or meditation uh, or meeting good friends and all this stuff. And now I want to mention the concept of discipline or, and motivation also so okay maybe you've seen a picture like this things like this float around in the internet that you can have motivation but motivation is yeah f- back and forth you cannot count on motivation so it's not good to rely on motivation it's much better to rely on discipline yeah to just decide, okay, I'm doing this and then you do it and you do it every day and blah, blah, blah. Somewhat, I feel there is a foolishness in this and I'm not sure if I can describe it properly what my problem with this is, but maybe as a picture, I have heard several times from people saying things like, especially now in the last year and especially that are working Uh, as business owners that are entrepreneurial entrepreneurial, that they push themselves through in a disciplined way but they also what also happened on the other hand is that they became very mechanical very mechanical in their doing uh, very robotic and actually losing the connection to what they are doing losing the love for what they are doing, and I wonder if discipline is the right concept here, but I'm also lacking a proper word for a proper approach. But I think what should be searched for is an embodied approach where the meaning of what you're doing is clear for you, where you feel grounded in reality and you feel, and that's important, very connected. To what you're doing, and that's of course has things I- implicating like that you, um, you see the outcome of what you're doing, and this in the whole discussion about estrangement from what people do, like people that work in a factory and just do one thing there, that they are very disconnected from the actual bigger outcome of what they are doing. They're just one little cockwheel in uh, in the big engine. And that this creates all sorts of psychological problems, yeah, but the let's say, let me call it spiritual, let me call it spiritual life, yeah? spiritual connectedness to what you're doing. This is, I think, the long game, like, find how you are properly, vi- how you are vibrating with the world, in a sense, you know, like being in a proper rhythm with the world and then I think many people will realize that it's not stacking 10,000 things on top of each other and doing uh, in every minute of the day being super productive and trying to do seven-minute workouts and all this stuff you can force yourself to do things in an arithmic way And to expand more energy than what is coming in, of course, but it's unlikely that this is the long game. So I think for us it's to find the energy with the rhythm of the world and this connectedness. And I think energy is a crucial thing. And I unfortunately see many people where I feel, what's going on? Why is there, the the, the energy is not flowing, why is it stuck? And I feel there is too much, and now I connect with the beginning, there's too much of outward, of looking what other people are doing, how other people think, and losing the sense of the self and the connectedness, and through that also the drive, the moving forward, yeah, the excitement. when you wake up in the morning, to be mm, to be grateful that you wake up and that is there, "Ah, is there another day to cease, Another day to cease in this world wonderful all right that's it for this episode I got a report from the website where I host the podcast and it said there are listeners from 69 countries so I'm not sure if that's really the case or just many people are using VPNs for all sorts of from all that send has signal to all sorts of countries <laughs> so I don't want to claim it's really 69 countries but maybe it is and then that's something I'm definitely grateful for to see that the connectedness nowadays the internet allows me to send these messages to people in so many different countries. Good. Continue.